Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and your dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Chad Fleek. Hey, all playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fallrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Uh, Waffle, playing the Baron of... I don't know, like a, like a breeze, but going the other way. Like a breeze, but going the other way. Yeah. Okay. Tailwind. Uh, having trouble when you have to come up with a couple in the same. Yeah, exactly. Same <laughs> um. Anyway, right. We do not have any mail for this episode, as we're this is our we're doing a twofer for a change. Uh, who wants to give us a recap of what happened last time? Wheels spinning. And by, that, and by that I mean we were treading water but slowly getting pulled towards the mythol magically. Ed <laughs> um, explored the the uh, ant cave. True. We That's found true. out that they are reproducing via rock. Incubation of some a little, kind. A little bit of transform horror. Mm-hmm. A little. A little bit. Just a touch. A little. Horror, yeah. A little, a lot, and then horror trying to keep transformed as well. Yep. Yep, it was a good time. It was a good time for everybody, except everybody. And then we decided, yet again, we need to kill the ants. <laughs> but this time we can justify it. Did we, though? <laughs> Did we not? Well, let me put it back to you. Did we not? Did... I don't recall that. They're I going to destroy we were... the tree. Yeah, I thought we were going to try and figure something else out. Like, what we else had an off-air... Sorry, audience. We had an off-air discussion about using the tree ship again. Right? We did, yeah. We talked about, you know, I didn't get drained of all my energy when I lightning bolted, so we could probably try a couple experimental shots with the tree just to see what happens. So, okay. We can do that. uh, Like, there's no reason we couldn't try, at least, you know? How are we going to open a hole in it? Uh, yeah, we are I... going to use uh, Leyland's because it's very precise. We have okay. plans and ideas now. Uh, <laughs> thoughts and hopes. Let's and go dreams. do it. Back up yes. to the tree ship we go. Okay. While we're doing that, I I was reading the full thing, the full spell list on teleportation circle, uh-huh. and it gives it. When I learn the spell, I get two destinations on the plane determined by the dungeon master. <laughs> Oh, God. So, <laughs> depending on where those are, we can um, send this thing somewhere. Obviously, <laughs> Teliferous is going to be one of them. Yeah, okay. Um, Goodness, I don't know. where. If you had to, like, top three locations you would want the other destination to be. Hmm. Somewhere in Jux? Uh... Or do we want, like, far points? So that, well, I'd say this would have to be like the mountain home. Today. I was thinking like the vault of the gods, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, oh, just send this thing in there. Funnily yeah. enough, no, uh, no teleportation <laughs> circles on the vault of the gods. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. You could save it for later if you want. Yeah, I think I probably will. We'll bank that. All right. Um, so, what's the plan? 
head back up, have Leyland bore a hole, and then have Tara Jux lightning jumpstart. Or one of us also try to elementally jumpstart. Yeah. And then we come back and kill the ants. <laughs> I've been ready to do it for like two weeks since we left it on a cliffhanger of them being pissed at me. So yeah. I'm just like, I'm ready. Oh, just so tell me when. This is a vendetta for Fall Rock, I see. No, just like as a player, I have been ready to get into the action for like two weeks now. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. The action. This is the Alchemist you know, Club. We'll do action here. <laughs> All right, so Leyland straps into the weapon systems. Uh, the targeting reticle fires up. The crystals in the uh, the branches of Teliferous all fill with a shadowy aura. Um, what do? So, uh, I, you know, I'm aiming for... I mean, I would assume while we were down there, I'm going to just say that we like kind of made some sort of visual marker and uh whatnot to make it as clear and evident as possible that we were going to be kind of aiming for yeah, yeah. Right? put down some chalk so, chalk circles or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the spot where we're cutting in and so i, I line up for that to like Right, where we're now, just to make sure to clarify one more time, I am aiming at the mythal, right? So, and, and you're I'm cutting a hole do... in the outside gonna... structure. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to cut a hole to it. Yep. For however many shots that takes. And then, when we cut a hole to the mythal, my plan was to just do, like, one quick burst shot at it to see... If yeah. What effect, if any, that has not. Yeah, like I think a, that's fine. Not a sustained shot. Yes. All right. Uh, go ahead and make your attack roll with advantage. I'm. Okay. Here's my mental image for this: is Leyland carefully inscribed like a chalk X or a target or something, and then Terajux afterwards went and wrote like, "Don't shoot here." <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, like, like drawing your like on, on someone before a surgery, like yeah. this one, not this, this leg, not this leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's uh, just remind me, it's just my normal. Yeah, like, like you're shooting your crossbow. All right, I like that plus eleven. Mm -hmm. Uh, twenty-three. Oof. Okay. You launch a lance of shadow at the at the fallen tree ship, and it it connects uh, pretty well on target with uh, with your various drawings and such. Um, and shadowy tendrils start to like it looks like you are staining the stone of the tree ship with your. Uh, with your shadow, the area around it begins to visibly darken and tendrils extend from the point of impact. Interesting. I wonder if... Oh, I wonder if friendly fire is turned off. <laughs> Keep at it! 
Our ship is not friendly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was designed to be. Oh, yeah, but is then there Desmond's any... in it. What measured effect <laughs> is, is noticeable? Um, you can't really see what's going on underneath the point of impact because there's a, a shadow shadow laser in the way. Well, let's um, let up and see what it did. Yeah, the yeah, longer yeah, the I... longer you hold it, the further out these tendrils extend. Okay, I, 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 I yeah, I, I get off the trigger. Okay, um, the last of your of your shadow hits the tree ship, and what you see is um, at the point of impact, it is very like almost obsidian that slowly leaches back to the same slate gray as the stone was before and that fade continues on until all of the shadow has kind of sunk into the stone god damn we we gotta get a shield made out of this stuff so no damage no visible damage let's swap and just try all of our elements at it yeah fire would seem Perhaps better. Let's fire the fire laser. All right, your pillar of light. Well, make your make your attack roll. Oh yeah, of course. Again with advantage. Okay. Uh. Uh, that's going to be an eighteen. Okay, you're not quite as accurate as Leyland, but when is anybody ever? Yeah. <laughs> Mood. Um, your pillar of of light and heat strikes the uh the fallen tree ship and there aren't any tendrils that extend instead it's like watching a laser heat up a piece of metal or something like you get the white glow that sort of spreads out from the point of impact okay oh let's all right I'm going to keep this up until it's as far across the tree as it's going to spread. Okay. Um, oh, I, I think I know what you're going to do. After five minutes, it has covered most of what is visible from the targeting reticle, and it does not appear to be slowing down. Okay. Um, uh Yeah. I'll, hey, guys, let me know when the entire tree is uh, heated up. Because maybe, maybe if we heat up the whole tree, it'll just blink on. You could kill all those <laughs> ants. You could have roast them alive. Uh, side effect. I'm um, not trying to right now. If, if that doesn't work, I think what we should do is as soon as, uh, as fast as we can, Desmond switches with Falrock and fires ice at the superheated surface to try to do some like thermal fracturing. Which is a thing that Tarjux mm. would know about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it absolutely is not. Tarjux has never heard the word thermal before in his life. Yeah, you're right. Well, no, he would have ridden the thermals for, like, glider core. I, I've got a different idea, and I want to go back down there, but I'll let you guys do your thing first. All right. Yeah, uh, just... It probably takes, like, a couple more minutes. I'll fly around. I'll signal to Falrock once the tree is glowing a toasty cherry red. Uh, it doesn't glow toasty, cheery red. It just gets brighter. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's after probably about 15 minutes of consistent firing, the entire surface of the tree ship is 
bright and brilliant, and it is starting to spread into the cliffside beyond. And the cliffside beyond is actually like catching fire and stuff and like melting, I assume. Or no. is it huh, okay. Ah. So the petrification effect extends to like the magic resilience extends to the rest of the island? Hmm. Hmm. Actually that's a good um I'll I'll signal Falrock to cut the guns. Okay. Um Fire at a random tree somewhere. Like something that's not the tree ship. Like a okay. hit a rock or something with the beam. Alright, attack roll. Mm-hmm. I am somehow better at hitting a random tree. That's a nineteen. <laughs> uh okay. So you fire at a random a random tree on the island, one of the petrified ones, and it starts to light up like the rest of the island, and the point of impact that you were firing at previously again fades back to that slate gray and it starts to sink in as the shadows did. Alright, we really gotta figure out if this petrification is caused by something else or if it's actually caused by the mythol. It's probably just caused by the mythol, because that'd be the simplest option, but like... That's what I think, yeah. My only other guess... My but only then why... The, the, the question I have then, sorry, is... If it's caused by the mythol, why is the previous island still petrified as well? Hmm. Right, because uh, the like island... Like an area of effect, I guess? It's not pulling... It's not petrifying us. Yeah. It's or not petrifying it? our ship. It's, <laughs> if it is, it's really slow, but... We, we, should, we should inspect our ship. Yeah. What, well, if we, what if we check the other underside of the island? See if there's anything... Yeah, um, I'll take Teliferous down underneath to get a look at the undercarriage. Uh, it is that same slate gray stone. Weird. Whatever uh, it is, it doesn't affect the was, um, Yeah, that's interesting that it didn't eat the anchor. Yeah, the core. When Shed was in spider reconnaissance mode, um, did the chamber that the rock biters were reproducing in seem correctly sized for the cliff face or was there like some was it larger on the inside i guess is what i'm asking no it wasn't larger on the inside okay what will you do now hmm. so either we need to figure out a way to communicate with the ants and figure out how they are able to like what what is what is special about the ants that allows them to break this stuff down or oh it's just naturally occurring acid which we don't we can't do um i mean it wouldn't be it wouldn't be magical because it would just get absorbed right Mm -hmm. maybe it's magic magic. yeah ant ant i magic oh my god we did it we figured it out we've cracked the code oh and uh, this is where the Alchemist Club is ending forever. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end. Well, it's been a pleasure, everybody. Uh... No, I don't know where to go with this. Yeah, it's, been a, it's been a pleasure serving with you all. Uh, cue, cue the quartet. Desmond, what were you talking about going back down there to do? Oh, I, I did my thing, and I came back. Yeah. What? That's all okay. Right. Everything's fine. Great. Uh, <laughs> do we want to check and see if there's a teleport circle down? Yes, we, we better. <laughs>
right. I'll head down. I'll head down and search for teleportation circles. Make an investigation check. Okay. Uh, that is also a 19. Why am I rolling better the less See, this like works? like a giant red smear on the mythol and like I've got a bandage on my hand. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, no. It's fine. You touch it? You, you tried to feed it blood? Did you do that to yourself? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay, so it didn't just consume your skin then. Nope. Unfortunately. I was trying to take off about 20 years. It didn't work. You're trying to get older? Yeah. <laughs> um, did we already try just having Desmond sit down in the seat? Yes. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah it didn't okay. work. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's go get rid of the ants. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a player, I can't object any longer, but Ched <laughs> is not happy about it. They're, I mean, not, they're, not, even, they're animals. not even animals. They're aberrations. We They're, no. Joe said they weren't beasts they when are we not first. Beasts. That is correct. He didn't say they were aberrations, though. Okay. Because ants aren't beasts either. None of the oh, none okay. of the swarming animals are for some reason, or swarming insects are. I'm guessing that's so that you can't turn yourself into a swarm and be like, oh, I'm a beast made of many minds. Go and report to Basil and Ivy about everything we've tried and our plan to clear out the ant nest and see if they have any final thoughts about anything yeah. to try to get rid of the petrification before we do this. They are hard at work doing science TM on the samples that Ivy collected. Um, oh, right. And they say, well, we can offer more useful advice if you give us about a week to get all the tests back. Um... I would not remove the mythol from its current location or, uh, you know, do anything stupid with it. I would make an itemized list, but by the time I finished that, the samples would be done anyway. You, like, this is well beyond our area of expertise. We study the tree ship, not the mythols. The mythols were just ancillary to what we were what we were looking at when we were studying Teliferous originally. It didn't even have a mythol. Sure. Okay. Alright. I think well, we're we're just gonna have to go for it. Uh we've exhausted all of our other methods. We've attempted yeah. Exhaustedly so. Uh Laylin, open fire. <laughs> Oh wait, we can't we can't use the guns against the ants because it'll just get absorbed by the rock. Fire it at an ant, let's find out. Okay. I'm not sure that using our magic won't have the same effect. Well time to find we, out. Yeah, let's find out if these are immune to magic, because if they are, let's just leave. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, that's that creeps officially into fuck this territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Open fire. Yes, I aim at the entrance at one of the two guards, or both of them, if I can get them both, and fire at the two standing guard at the entrance of their cave. You can only fire at one at a time. <clears throat> That's fine. Uh, make your attack roll. Advantage? No. Nobody has drawn helpful chalk signs on the ants for you. 
fair enough. Uh, that's a total of 20. Dirty 20. Alright, your beam of shadow lances down and you start to see the same spreading effect on the stone. When what you about the ant? lay off the trigger, you see that the ant has been vaporized. Perfect! Magic works on ants! <laughs> well, we need it. Beats back on the menu, boys! <laughs> How do they react? Um, or do they? Yeah, where is the other one there? The other one is there. Um, and it doesn't appear to have reacted to the sudden vanishing of its companion. Alright! Do that to the other We're one, in. then. Fire it up! <laughs> yeah, fire at that one. Make your attack roll. Uh, that's a total of 23. Yeah, the uh, the second guard rock biter is also vaporized by Shadow. Uh, Chad, did you see other guard types while you were in there, or was it all workers? I saw, I saw a slightly larger type, right? The there same, were, the same were, type that... Yeah, there were other guard rock biters inside the colony as well. Okay. So how are we planning to clear the nest if we can't even, like, we can't destroy any of the cave? Well, Like, the uh, actual top of the cave, we have to draw them out somehow. Or we have to go in. Uh, I think, uh, let's wait a couple minutes, see if any other guards come out. If not, uh, we gotta go down there, and we have to make an assault on the queen. You... Everybody, gear up and get ready. It's gonna be terrible. I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a nap. <laughs> About I've had acid, and then I've been like psychologically traumatized yeah, yeah. by let's... some experiences. It's not going day. anywhere. Let's uh, let's take an hour. Everybody, catch their breath. You know. About how many rock biters did I see in the line, Joe? Um, rough estimate, fifty or so. Okay. This isn't. Are, are we gonna? Is this the hill that? Is this the ant hill that we're gonna die on? <laughs> this is how it all. After everything we've done, this is how it ends. <laughs> yep, that's gonna be it. Um, Falrock, I think what would probably work best is. I... Oh, go ahead. Can I angle the the uh? the gun or in Katerjuk's angle the ship so that I could fire into the cave at all? Uh, you might be able to. Um, you would, like, that would bring Teliferous in direct contact with Oh. the other, uh, with the island. If that's something you want to try. Um. I would like to inch Teliferous a little closer and see if the automatic stabilizers kick in like it does with the canker. Because Teliferous is actually smarter than we are, and will prevent I mean, itself true. from being destroyed in a lot of cases. So, um, I want to add like inch us, not touching the island, but you know, ten, twenty feet away, and see if Desmond starts getting any pop-ups. Uh, the ship does stop moving closer when you are about uh -huh. fifty feet away from the other tree okay. ship. There you go. And does it pop a notifier at the captain's chair or anything? Yeah. It's, it's like, danger, do not approach. How, how helpful is Do not approach. 
Alright. Can you, like, expand the error message at all? Or, like, like request further info? No. It has an okay, a cancel, and a red <laughs> X at the top right. Alright. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's worth a try. Uh, I'll try to wiggle the ship into position, but if we can't get a clean you shot. You can get a little bit of an angle on it by, like, rotating the tree onto its side. <laughs> well, you know how much I love oh, to do that. Um, I will note <laughs> I, that you have I a crew not, of dwarves. I will not do that. <laughs> the, the reason I'm not doing that is not because of the dwarves, it's because we haven't told Basil and Ivy to batten the hatches, and I don't want to ruin their experiments. That is the most character growth you have shown over this <laughs> over 150, 159, 160 episodes. Yeah, you would never give that same consideration to any of us. Nope. But I will also point out that it's motivated purely by the utilitarian. Like, if they weren't currently doing analyses on the stone, <laughs> yeah. you'd flip the ship right over. Oh yeah, if they were yeah. doing like normal botany stuff, the ship would be upside down right now. Uh, okay, this isn't gonna work. Let's just go down there. Uh, Fall Rock will take point. We'll have to punch our way in. We don't have any wild shapes left. Nope. We really equipped so, fifty ants. Do we want the dwarves? Those are just it? the ones that were in the line. Hmm. You raised a good point. I'm just saying, like they shoot acid. Are they? Are any of these dwarves trained combatants, or is this just like? Our ship crew again. We're we're the Enterprise to this thing's warship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got a room on board for the orchestra performs. <laughs> All right, I I think we should let them in on the situation. Okay. Yeah. I will. Uh, I'll assemble the crew for the captain to address them. By which I mean the first mate to address them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I explained the situation. I was like, I could put together a speech. No, I'm not going to. That's a bit more effort than my brain has at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Emphasize, though, that it's going to be like tunnel fighting, which, I don't know, dwarves yes, are probably better This at is going to be uh, fighting in tunnels, but against combatants that are significantly larger than us uh, and can spit acid. Um, I'm not taking anyone down there who doesn't want to go and who isn't capable of a capable fighter of some kind. They're um, like I double did. your rock ration for the week. They're ants. They're, They're like some five dwarves on your crew that have prior combat experience, other than uh -huh. the brief trainings that Leyland gave them to try and get them to be more coordinated. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Okay. Um. If any I mean, of them can... wish to assist, then, I of course we we will protect them as much as they will protect yeah. us. Like that that's how we roll. We um, can have them in the back as support. Yeah, like really just covering our our backs to make sure we're not getting flanked. Like so. shield wall stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No no um, no daring heroics needed. Okay, I. I think what we're going to have to do to get people down there, because I don't want to feather fall everybody, um, it does have an well, upper I mean, limit. Hang on, does, do, do any of them, uh, what do they say, Joe? Uh, the five that have combat experience are like, we'll go, I guess, but I don't know, big, big bugs? 
We could try. All right. That's not a ringing endorsement. I think we're good. <laughs> I'd rather yeah. not risk lives. If yeah. you're not if you're not confident about it, there's no no daring need or no glaring need, I guess. Um, yeah. I think I'll just have dwarves posted on lookout so that while we're down yeah. underneath, they can be like, "Yo, something's going on up top." Crossbows and whatnot, if they have them. And then everybody hops down onto the island and let's get in there. Uh, Falrock, I think the best approach is probably going to be a ignited cloud kill thermobaric weapon. Um, so when we get to the queen's chamber, I think I'll probably coordinate with you. We 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 learned that uh, cloud kill was flammable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was way back. Okay. Well, yeah, you throw Cloud Kill in there, and then I shoot a flaming arrow. Yeah, I, or explosive or whatever works. My idea is just, like, a um, gaseous explosive in an enclosed room is probably going to kill 90% of what's in there, and then we can just mop up. Uh, okay. Assuming that's the plan, it'll all go wrong, we'll improvise from there. Uh, we go to the mouth of the cave. Okay, you go down to the cave, and the uh, the line of worker rock biters trundles on past you. I get we did get the short rest, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That was a great question. How yeah. straight are the caverns, by the way? This main central one that you were going down is fairly straight. The side tunnels you did not investigate. Um... And the floor below, again, you were only in, like, the three chambers. So, the one tunnel that you explored, fairly straight. Okay. So, like, a 60-foot line would be... That's possible, yes. Okay. Um, and there are how many How many in the causeway right now? The, this main uh, entry... About... Like, entrance causeway? 25 or so. They okay. Are... Uh... I'm 100% ignoring you at this point in time. Okay, I motioned to the uh, party behind me to um, to stand back because I'm going to cast uh, Sunbeam down <laughs> down the, the causeway here. Oh, that's um, brilliant. And we're just going to run in, and I'm just going to go burp, burp, burp at will because it lasts a minute. Um, yeah, continuous so... beam. I I wiggle my fing fingers, light pours from my eyes, and I push my hands forward, and from uh, from them comes forth a dazzling beam of light. All right. They get a con. They get a con save of let's see, eight plus my plus my wisdom. Uh, seventeen. Okay. And I'm going to do where? Hang on, I'm going to need some dice for this. Uh -huh. Some extra dice. <laughs> okay. Oh. There we go. Okay, four. I I need sixty-eight, but I'll roll four. Okay. Thirty-one, thirty-five, thirty-seven radiant. Okay, um, you managed to. Oh wait, no, no, no! I, 
crap. Make it make it thirty. I accidentally rolled an, an additional D eight. I rolled seven instead of six. Okay. 30... So I'll just take I'll just take a seven off. One oh. of them was a seven. That seems reasonable. Thirty radiant damage. Uh you catch probably ten rock biters in this uh in this beam. Um they all hiss and let out um, that same, like, they're just spraying acid everywhere. I'll need <laughs> everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. I will say Leolin would have been known that that was <laughs> <laughs> Also, they're, the ones that failed the save are blinded. Oh, I got a five, so... Oh, I got a four. Ten. <laughs> I got a total of 20. Leolin was prepared this time. Yep. <laughs> I, got a, I got a four. Leolin positioned himself behind Terra Jackson Desmond. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the goggles! They do nothing! <laughs> they do nothing. Okay. Um, the, the DC for that was 15. So, <laughs> everybody oh below... 16 points of acid damage, everybody above 8. Oh, my temporary hit points. Um, <laughs> I need everybody to make a perception check, and Ched, okay. you can make this with advantage. Okay. I rolled a 1. Wow. <laughs> 24. <laughs> I rolled a 1 as well. That's three ones this game. <laughs> Or wait, no, my other one was from last session. Never mind. <laughs> I got a, I got a two, so that runs around like wait, nine. <laughs> wait, hang on, Chad, you're rolling with advantage. Yeah, no, I meant last session. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Terajux and Leolin both got ones. Yeah. Okay. What was what was the highest number? Twenty-four. Okay. I got a nineteen. Falrock, you can hear the sound of something coming from these side tunnels and further down. Ched, you can oh, feel it in your talons. Oh, Things no. are on the move and heading in your direction. Guys, we might need to back, back. up. We might, need back. To, we might need to just run. Although, this could be the perfect chance to blast them from the ship. So I am already flying up towards the ship. Yeah. Really? I think you should lay down a cloud kill on your way out. It's going to get sucked into the mythol. If you guys don't want to get left behind, you need to stay within touching distance of me. And I know that sounds weird, but you're just going to have to trust me. <laughs> I mean, I can fly. Okay. So I quickly shoot an arrow, an exploding arrow into each side of the, the cavern after we pass the side tunnels. All right. So I need some clarification on this because we've never discussed... The fact that you can have them set on delayed explosions? Or are you trying to just blow things up as you run? So after we run... So we are running back, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're leaving. Yeah, so we're leaving. After we pass those tunnels and I get uh, out of the blast radius, I'm going to turn and shoot. How many two. of these are you shooting? Just, just two. Okay. One, one at each... One above each of those. Side tunnels? Okay. Cover. Make I'm your attack rolls. Slow it, you know. Slow it down, hopefully. A uh, total of 21 and a total of 30. 
those will both hit. Uh, the explosions go off, and there doesn't appear to be any visible effect. Oh, great! Woohoo! Ultra <laughs> petrified, explosion resistant. By um, now, would love to make a shield out of this stuff. And ultra granite. By now, now you can all <laughs> hear and feel and see. Um. Uh, a wave of rock biters pouring out from the oh far God. end of the tunnel, moving towards you. Yeah, every every six seconds right. though, we do I'm this. Shooting sunbeams, by the way. I would like to Whoa. note that they were not hostile until you provoked them. Yeah, yeah. but there was nothing else to do. You could they have walked right past the them. And then blown up their queen, and then they would have been hostile, and we would have been trapped inside. Would they? Like, would they have been hostile, or would they have been unable to act without orders from the hive mind? Who oh. knows? We don't, and we had no yep. way to know. <laughs> Definitely should have should have held asked, off till there was combat. We asked our scientists no less than four times. Your botanist. After that, like, <laughs> what else could we do, really? Look, we, we I am. Have, we could have held the trigger a little bit longer. I am here specifically to avert the movie trope that every scientist is omnidisciplinarian. <laughs> they are botanists. They do not know anything about magical aberrant bugs that exist hundreds of miles away from their home. Mark, I go, burr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone is touching Desmond. What happens? Are we leaving? What? We should be pulling back. I, I Yeah, don't. I'm getting up on the guns right now. We're we're pulling them out into a kill box. I I am flying as fast as I possibly can up towards. Okay, Terajux uh, is making his way towards the guns. Uh, the rest of you the entrance. are at the entrance, and there are, at a guess, probably fifty to sixty rock biters bearing down on you. Okay, cool. guys, I need you to look at me right in the eyes. Touch my shoulders and say Aquila's great, Desmond's great, but Aquila's better. <laughs> where are you? Where That's are you the incantation. You have to say it. <laughs> oh, God. You can I'm smell the reek of acid. I'm gonna fly back to the ship. Ched takes off. <laughs> you have to say Aquila's great, but Desmond's cool too. I'm gonna keep running. <laughs> <laughs> We would all rather die! Okay, so Desmond and Leyland are holding hands. Yep. <laughs> Leyland turns and shoots an exploding arrow at a rock biter. Make and an attack runs. roll. <laughs> See, you don't want to go back to my place? A total, no. of, a total <laughs> of 28. Okay, roll damage. Um, total on the arrow, a total uh, 12, and then on the explosion, it is a total of another 13. Okay. Um, you managed to put a, a pretty, like, it's not dead, but you've blown a few of its legs off, and at least one mandible, and it, it staggers. Um, there are... 59-ish more bearing down on you. Desmond is standing there holding your hand being like, all you have to do is say Aquila's great! No, I let go of his hand. I'm running as well. Okay. I it again. <laughs> Desmond, it doesn't look like anybody wants to uh, see your new party trick. 
<laughs> yeah. I <laughs> just like blink out of existence and I'm like just a little squirt of water. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's just gonna turn everyone into a puddle. You right. just hear a wet I, fart. I uh, <laughs> I grab my own shoulders and I say Aquila's great, Desmond's great, and then I just pop out of existence. Yeah, there's a there's a, like a a little puddle on the ground where he was, but Desmond, you look over your shoulder and he's gone. Uh, Alright, Falrock and Leyland, where exactly are you running to? Uh, the opposite side of the island. We're trying to lure them out, right? To the kill box, right? Uh-huh. Yes. Cool. Alright, uh, so your options are towards the rock biters or down the tree ship. Okay, yeah, down down the tree ship then. Alright. Um, you managed to get to the entrance to the tree ship. The rock biters are probably about 50 feet behind you. Terrajux, you buckle into the weapon system. And, uh, Flight of the Valkyries starts playing, and, uh, I would like to... I'm keeping the beam pretty tight here, the cone, but, uh-huh. you know, wide enough to get... I'm focusing on the ones in front. I don't want to try to get all of them at once. I'm gonna just start blasting. What do you want from me? Just uh, attack rolls? or? Yes, please. Alright. Oh, finally my dice are cooperating. Uh, that is going to be a 26 to hit. That will hit. Um, go ahead and roll 10d12. Oh. Uh, okay. This is going to take me a minute. I only have four of those. <laughs> I believe. Oh no, I have five. Awesome. Uh, Okay, that's. Uh, Oh. Uh. Uh, sixty-three lightning damage. Okay. Uh, you cut a swath through the advancing rock biters. Um, they are still coming. Many of them are dead. You got probably 20 of them with that blast. Um, but they are still coming and more are pouring out of the, um, out of their colony. Leyland and Falrock, you are moving down the interior of the tree ship? I think I'm Um, going to stay at the entrance and now just raining down arrows at what is surviving okay uh there are still about 40 of them they are within 30 feet of you at this point yeah we we need to keep Problem moving is here if we get in the tree ship though it, I, right i can't help you um so you go in the tree ship i'll go around the outside of the tree ship I can I can do that. I can walk on any surface. So let's go. You right. you go one way, I go the other. We meet at the the uh, bottom entrance of the tree ship and see what we can do there. Uh, by now, I've probably gotten to the captain seat. Yeah. Uh, so you you sit down, Ched. You land on the balcony, and Desmond is there somehow before you. Um, <laughs> Terrajux, you get a notification in the corner of your vision that says, you know, the captain. The captain is in his seat. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, they call it double finger pistols for a reason. I'm going to fire the other one. All right. 
Go ahead and make your attack roll. Uh, that is going to be a 21 to hit. Roll your damage. Okay. Uh, that is going to be uh, 56 lightning damage. Okay. Uh, you take out another 15 or so. Some of them... There are about 20 from that initial wave left. 10 of them follow Leolin into the interior of the tree ship. 10 of them follow Falrock along the exterior. Uh, and there is a wave of probably another 60 more or so um, on their way out. Oh boy. All right. Focus on uh, the 60. Yeah, I'm just going to keep... I'm going to widen the beam a little bit because it looks like I'm doing sufficient damage. <laughs> so i uh, going to widen the beam a little bit and see if I can hit some more of them. Okay. Uh, doing so will increase your area, but decrease your damage to 8d12. That's probably more than enough. Um, Leyland, there are ten rock biters. Five of them are workers, five of them are soldiers that are, are chasing you through the interior of this tree ship. I am focusing on just using all of my movement down the steps as quickly as possible. Okay. Uh, they are... You are very slightly faster than them. I mean, I am... You know, using uh, all of my, uh, you know, dexterity, you know, my uncanny uh, elf-like abilities to get down these steps. And yeah. To, so. Falrock, you are having no trouble outpacing the rockbiters that are following you. Cool. Um... So, without actually spending too much more time, I'd like to start using uh, my key points as a bonus action to boost ahead. Um, but I'd also like to uh, be throwing stuff back at them, too. Um, so, Falrock is, hasn't... I don't think this has been brought up in a podcast, but he's very much a boxer when the gauntlets aren't turned on. Um the light that he shoots out with the uh, bolts of energy very much straight from the fists. Um, so in the whole process of turning on the gauntlets, he's been hitting his fists together quite a bit, and he's learned that he can kind of like magneti magnetize focus the energy in between his fists a little bit, um, which is the level 11 monk ability uh, uh, searing sunburst. I'm going to be just throwing these things over my shoulder as I'm going. Uh, these are con saves, and there's a 20-foot radius sphere of light as this tiny little flick just rockets over his shoulder and then explodes in front of the rock biters. Ooh. Okay. Uh, roll your damage. Okay. Pachoo. Uh, it's only going to be seven. Um but they have to succeed a DC 15 con save uh, or else they take that damage. Yeah, uh, they take damage and it slows them down even more. So you are, you are very easily pulling ahead of these rock biters. Okay, cool. Uh, Desmond, are you up to anything in the captain's seat? I will take 
uh, directions from the gunner seat on maneuvering the ship to get him a better line of sight for uh, firing. Okay. Firing the stuff. Yeah. Um. I guess what I would say is if we can get in line, I assume the the horde of sixty is probably like stretched out into kind of like a line as they move. Yeah. I can't get any closer to, than fifty feet. So yeah, but to I just mean like circling around the island so that if like i'm firing into the line so that if i miss one ant there's another ant behind it kind of thing yeah yeah um and then i will uh pop off another shot if if you care for it uh in a moment chad are you doing anything or are you just trying to figure out how desmond got back to the ship before you (laughs) hanging out watching watching the tube watch everything go on uh he all the talk about teleportation he's just assuming that desmond teleported here uh Uh but i was not interested nor it it seems anybody was in the price was interested in in paying the price um of admission to that ride (laughs) steep price (laughs) it's a pretty steep price it's just like nah nah i think my price worth more than that right now yeah all right, uh, Terajex, make another attack roll with advantage uh, oh. thanks to the help from Desmond's maneuvering. Okay, uh, that is going to be a total of 20. Okay, roll and your damage. damage is going to be, that's 8d6, correct? Oh, 8d12. Or, uh, 8d12, sorry, yeah. Uh, ah, only 68 damage, we were so close. <laughs> oh, so close. We were this close to greatness. Alright, you managed to burn away easily half of the rock biters that are are falling following um your compatriots. Okay. Um let's see. Falrock, you make it to the other end of the tree ship and you've got about two hundred yards before you hit the edge of the island. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna supercharge a sunburst this time, uh, and hold my position till I can get eyes on Leyland. Um, don't want him running well, out into the back of Rockbiters. Well, Le- <laughs> actually, uh-huh. so when Leyland gets to the, uh, Mythal room floor, um, it was a large enough hole that he could get through, correct? Yeah, you'd have to like squeeze a little bit, but oh. so Leyland's actually going to get in there. Okay, seems like a safe place. Sure. Hmm. All right. Uh, so you make it in there, and the soldier rock biters, like you see a mandible, kind of wiggle in through the hole and try to find you, and then it backs up. And then you smell that awful reek of the rockbiter acid starting to work on the door. Oh, fuck. Haha, we yeah. tricked him into opening the door! Because how many episodes? Start shooting arrows. <laughs> okay, uh, make, uh, make some attack rolls for me. I just shoot arrow after arrow into the opening. Uh... Full of 30. Uh, that's a total of 24. Uh, that's a 14. 
You want me to keep going? Or? Nope, that's good. Uh, roll some damage for me. Nine, fifteen, and twelve. Okay. Um, you managed to injure the rock biters, and they switch from doing their like directed eating chunks out of the wall um, to just spraying acid willy nilly at the doorway. Uh, which they can do without having to get at the hole at all. Ah, uh, yes, rage vomiting. Yeah. Um, Rock Leyland does not emerge from the tree ship. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I know I'm fast. Um, I, I guess I give him a round? Because um, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on in character. Um, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna hold where I am so that presumably Leolin running through the tree ship, maybe over an obstacle, won't run into the back of rock biters chasing me. I don't want to get too far ahead uh-huh. of him. Um, but I am gonna turn up the heat. Uh, I'm going to put three key points into uh-huh. this next, uh, searing sunburst. Uh, and actually, like, aim it, I guess. It's not an attack roll for me, but uh, try and focus it on uh, the central biters, the biggest mass of them as much as possible. Uh-huh. So this is going to be, hopefully, much more damage. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, 34, if they do not succeed their DC 15 check. Ooh, that is spicy. Con save. Yeah. Nice. Well, it's... A, every point of key that I spend doubles the damage. It's 2d6 at base. Oh, wow. And yeah, then yeah. putting three points in turns it into 8d6. So. Alright. Uh, so the worker rock biters that were following you are uh, sort of vaporized by, by radiance. The soldiers are looking kind of worse for wear, but they are still going. There are three of them left bearing down on you. Cool. Uh, that is my action for the turn, though. So I'm, yeah. I am at, I am waiting for Leolin. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Terajux, you can fire again. There are more rock biters that have made it into or on the tree ship. Yeah, um, I can't do a whole lot about that. No, but there are still more. Like, there has not been an end to the stream of them exiting the colony as yet. Hmm. This was a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I I signal to Desmond that we're probably gonna have to pick uh, Falrock and Laylan, who would obviously be accompanying Falrock and not, not like corner himself <laughs> in a room somewhere. That could um, be dissolved by the rock fighters. Uh, he'll definitely be with Falrock. So when they both get backed up to the edge of the cliff, we need to be ready to catch them. So probably reposition us. And then I'll take a shot while we're flying by. I need I need like a twenty minute rest to be able to to do that trick again. No, th- the trick is they're gonna jump off the edge and we're gonna catch them with the tree ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now you're yeah, thinking yeah, settle, portals. Settle down there, Mister Captain Hammer. Not everything's <laughs> a nail. Uh, that's another nineteen to hit. Okay, roll your damage. 
Uh, we are looking at a total of one. Then... Oh, we're we're going to make them sweat a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has the... to be. It has to be dramatic. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's going to be sixty-five lightning damage. Still can't quite get to that uh, threshold. You need to pick the playlist out. We need to know what kind of trumpets we're going to play as we like slowly <laughs> rise above the, the uh-huh. side of the island. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. Right now, it's just very muffled, fortunate sun. <laughs> okay. Uh, you've managed to blast another thirty rock biters. Okay. With the lightning. Uh, and then the I, ship uh, begins to move towards the bottom of the tree ship. And I uh, adjust my aviators and spit my cigar out and go, shit, there's no end to them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Layla. They're coming out of the fucking walls. Uh, so you are cornered room. in the mythal room, and there are rock biters dissolving the entryway. Hey, now'd be a great time to turn invisible. <laughs> Yeah, some shadows in here though. Are, are, is it not dark? It's, Isn't it yeah. super dark inside? It is very, very dark in there. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, this is it! <laughs> yeah, um, it's definitely getting to that point. Harness the um, shadows. Use them as blades. You've been training for this. <laughs> Remember <Yeah>. your training. <laughs> <laughs> now, in your most dire moment. So, look around. There's nothing else in this room, right? It's just the mythal, yes. How big is the room? It is 30 feet across. So... Um... Uh, I didn't think this through when I did this. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's the Alchemist Club slogan. (laughs) (laughs) It was at that moment he realized he fucked up. (laughs) Alright. So I'm going to help myself with uh, this uh, my shadow stuff that I'm going to do Uh by uh, using my uh, hide in plain sight ability. Okay. Um, one minute creating some sort of camouflage mm-hmm. for myself. Do, do I have enough time to do that? It, you or probably it, have. Um, it'll be close before they are able to okay. wiggle in through the the entryway. All right. So I'm gonna do that, trying to like even just like scrape some of like the petrified like stuff onto me and whatever. You know, just get some of that nice like chalk. Mm-hmm grayness on me and whatnot (laughs) and then i'm going to push myself up against uh one of the surfaces of the walls and then concentrate really hard and hopefully not only gain a plus 10 to my stealth Uh check but also whatever bonuses from my hatchling abilities so okay make your stealth check and then make a concentration check okay with the plus 10 yes for the stealth not the concentration yeah yeah yeah. all right so it's going to be a total of 28 on the stealth okay and i wish i could roll like that god damn (laughs) well i mean what what did you actually get on the die 
Well, I already had a plus five to stealth. Yeah, so, so he's adding added 15. Oh, I had a 12. Oh, okay, yeah. I had a 12 that's... that turned into a 20. Yeah. It's um, pretty good. Yeah. What is concentration under? It's see. constitution. It's just, yeah, okay. con. Gotcha. Going to oh, that's a 13. Okay. You take this effort to wrap yourself in shadow. You you put in the legwork to kind of camouflage yourself as best you can, and you feel the shadows wrap around you. And you feel a lurch, and it's very dark. And Falrock, you see Leolin fall sideways out of the entryway of the tree ship, um, very clearly unconscious. Oh! Oh! Hey, he did it! That's not good. Uh, <laughs> I run over and pick him up. Okay. And I look to where our tree ship is moving and pray that it is coming in our direction. <laughs> what tree ship? <laughs> it is moving towards you, yes. Okay, oh, cool. Okay, yeah, we're, right. we're going above ground. I thought Desmond might have swooped us underneath. <laughs> that was my plan, but... <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, so you don't even see Teliferous. Teliferous has vanished from the skies. <laughs> All right, cool. I was going to do... Like, it had to be dramatic, so it had to yeah, be coming I'm going to go below. to the very edge of uh, the island and set Leyland down, and then I'm just going <laughs> to turn on them gauntlets. It's it's last stand. They've left me. All right, I deserve no, that. No, 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 Let's no. Go. You get a message. Jump. <laughs> oh, okay. And then <laughs> over the uh, ship loudspeakers, you hear someone making helicopter noise. Going... <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, it comes rising up over the edge, beams firing. Uh, All right, Farrakh, you have to make a fifty-foot jump. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am going to uh, hoist Leyland over his shoulder. I. Uh, oh, I am still going to turn on the gauntlets, though. Okay. Um, hoist Leyland over his shoulder once I've done that. Uh, then I'm going to use uh, all the energy that I have stored in the gauntlets. Uh huh. I. Uh, and cast flame strike behind myself as I jump. Yeah! <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Try to rocket propel myself as much as I can. Um So yeah, I what what do I need to roll here? Uh give me an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> Hell uh, yeah. that is a 21. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here's what happens i'm gonna paint this this final scene for the end of the episode let's go there is a tide of rock biters crawling over the tree ship and pouring out of the entryway that Leyland just minutes ago fell out of um Teliferous rises up from below the island that you're on um some music or another from jux blaring <laughs> over the the yeah. intercom uh, pro it's probably the Juxian National Anthem. <laughs> um, yeah, I have that on the bottle. <laughs> but it's the Juxian National Anthem as sung by Tara Juxhaiko. Yeah. So. Oh. <laughs> he figured out how to layer 
recordings yeah. in. So he's, oh he's singing the, the lyrics, but he's also doing trumpet noises and beatboxing. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Juxian National Anthem canonically has a rap segment. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, <laughs> then Farrakh looks at the, the tide of rock biters, jumps off, and blasts, like, jetpacks away with a blast of flame that sears and incinerates some of the rock biters as they reach it, and tumbles uh, onto the balcony of the command deck, dropping Layla in, like, a sack of potatoes, <laughs> um, and staggering to to uh, slump against the wall at the sudden drain of energy that he is also experiencing. And that's where we're going to stop. Whew! What an episode. There's your action. <laughs> um, that could have gone better. Right. Could have gone worse. <laughs> I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master, for another thrilling D&D adventure. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us wherever podcasts are sold and our socials are. Find us at thealchemist underscore club on Twitter and at thealchemistclub on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were... Daniel playing Chet Fleet. Daniel playing the coolest great Desmond's great. <laughs> I'm Ro- Zach and I play rocket jumping fall rock. I'm Matt and I am the shadow of <laughs> Yeah. Uh Waffle playing the Baron of Rotorwash. <laughs> wow. Also, I'm canonically it's the Juxa National Anthem, but when they animate this scene, it's gonna be Rocket Man playing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us.